and welcome to episode 92. Welcome back. And last two episodes, we've talked about the difference between being a boss and a leader and really how to show up, right? And I know, Nigel, you've got some stuff around like how to set outcomes and set goals and actually go achieve those things that I know you've been like gagging to share. Before we do that, I just wanted to remind everyone the last line from last week, which was about making sure you're respectful enough that if your loved ones were going to be treated the way you're going to treat other people, that would be a guiding light. And as a correlation to that, everyone needs a north star. Everyone needs a north to focus on. Everyone needs to think, is is my behavior that way? So I was thinking the other day about what type of goals I want to achieve post-lockdown, post-COVID, because I think it's going to take a lot longer to happen than we thought. You know, I generally believe... By the 1st of September, I'd be back doing gigs, and I had a gig booked for the 1st of September, and the other venue can't find room for 200 people. I've got a gig at the end of September in Lithuania. I'm hoping that goes ahead, but I think life will not be the same for a long time. So if I've now got to change the way I'm going to set goals, and we've done smarter goals than everything else, but I was taught a new method, which was called to have direct goals. Okay. Cool. But just before you get to that, it's interesting you say about like shifting dates. There was an event that I was supposed to be involved with in May that got moved to September. That's now been moved to May 21. And I, if I'm honest, I don't even know for certain if May 21 is realistic. I hope it is. I seriously hope it is. Because, you know, you've already mentioned this. I miss the live audience. I miss that environment. But let's get real. Health, has, you know, health safety has to come first, Right. You know, there's nothing more important than actually still being alive and able to show up to things, no matter how frustrating it is that we've got to delay stuff. And I love the fact that your focus on this is, yeah, how do I set goals for when we go back to, I don't even want to say go back to normal, but go into the new normal, go into life, you know, post pandemic and whatever that looks like. Because I think many, many people have had time during lockdown and things where they've gone, is this the life I actually want to live? You know, I work with a lot of estate agents and letting agents. I can tell you, as some of the restrictions have started lifting, they are busier than ever because of people going, I don't want to be in this home environment yeah. anymore. Either, you know, we need more space or I don't want to be in this relationship or I haven't seen someone for six weeks and I miss them so much, I wish I was living with them. The, but the dynamic that people are going through is like, they're, you know, uh, more people than ever, I think, are, are reevaluating their life and going, what do I actually want versus what I have? Well, that's interesting. I don't know if you've read about Barbados. Barbados is offering people a 12-month business visa to relocate so that you could be a remote worker. As long as you've got internet, you could now be in Barbados. And I thought, how clever for people. You know, really, you could be anywhere. You know, yep. you more than anyone because you've got some great equipment and you've got some great Wi-Fi packages. You've probably got dingles and dongles <laughs> and all this other stuff that I've never heard of. But literally, you could upstick tomorrow, be in Barbados and do the same type of work. So they've offered this 12-month business visa, which I thought was just very clever. Where do I sign up? Yeah, right. <laughs> I've just got the paperwork here. Which, which is interesting because... The, the idea of direct goals it comes from some of that stuff because 
The D is all about dream-based. You know, what are your real dreams based on the situation we're on? You know, really, what's, what's your bigger purpose? Well, if you want to be in the sun and you wanted an idyllic lifestyle, then if, if that's your dream to be on some Caribbean island, it's available, mm -hmm. but you've got to know what your dream is. And I don't think enough of us dream big enough. I don't think we dream big enough to grow into our goals. We just think, you know, that's why I always hated smart goal methods. Because, you know, I just, it needs to be specific and... Measurable, measurable. and realistic. And, it doesn't yeah. have to be that way. What you've got to have is a big enough dream that you can work towards and who knows what occurs from it. So this idea now of paradise, you could be tomorrow working in paradise. There's a quote in, I think it's a Pixar movie or a Disney movie, I'm not sure which, but it says, no dream is too big, no dream is too small. And I love that one because actually, you know, kids actually have way bigger dreams and life beats them out, beats it out of them. Yes, because the boss hasn't got involved yet. Exactly, exactly. But the older we get, the more constraints we get around what we think is realistic or achievable well, or whatever. And but what's interesting in that sense, the idea of me saying, you know, I'm, I was 58 a couple of weeks ago. Thank you for your present, by the way. Um, so I was 58 a couple of weeks ago. And I was always trying to work out what would look what would work look like if I was at home fifty percent of the time. Well, the dream has become a reality because I'm at home ninety six percent of the time. I'm just beginning to go on coaching walks. I'm just beginning to go out and see a few people. But seriously, most of my dreams from I wonder what it would look like to work from home. I've accomplished that. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've loved being at home. I mean, the weather has definitely helped, but it's been interesting that. You know, my dream isn't to go to Barbados, but if it was, trust me, and I was single, I would be in Barbados tomorrow. The second part is all about inspiring base dreams. Sorry, inspiring base goals. You know, they should make the, the hairs on the back of your arms stand up. You know? So what for you is inspirational? What's an inspiring base dream? You know, so for me, one thing I wanted then was to do more products online mm -hmm. so that I didn't have to be going out every single day. And we'll talk about my new zookeeper personality assessment tool later but as an inspiring goal how could I take my business and move it online which is a phrase I'm sure you never thought you'd ever hear from me doing anything online you know I thought I thought that was line dancing was online it's, it's funny there's um one of my oldest friends actually I mean literally I've known him since he was born he's a little bit younger than me and we were neighbors when we were kids and stuff um he is a professional musician DJ uh, spent a bunch of years touring the world, etc. But he now has a family. And as his daughters got older, he's had more and more of a focus on, you know, I love doing music, that's all I really want to do. But I also want to be around and be dad, you know? And he actually got involved in doing music for like video games and TV and films and what they call library music. So the stuff that sounds familiar that's in the backgrounds in movies and things that's cheaper for the studios to use, basically. And that's become his new passion because actually getting two things. One, it, it keeps him active writing music and things. In fact, three things. Two, it means he can have more time at home with his family. But three, he gets to try his hand at completely different stuff. You know, he, he did one album that's, I can't remember what it is, but it's like, um, uh, like, like Bangs and Crashes or something. It's, and it's literally, it's like Bangs and Crashes, but musical to be put in the background on stuff, you know? And it, it, it's given him an ability to actually express his creativity in completely different ways. Mm -hmm. I just think it's really, really cool. But it's, it is, it's taking that, a bit like you say, it's taking that core skill set you've got, but then going, how else do I 
use this? Where else can I use this? How else can I monetize it? You know, there's a lot of people out there who've created content, but how many different ways are they packaging that to actually make sure they're getting the best bang for the buck? I mean, you've got some awesome books that have been out for years, but right now, I don't think any of them are out there as an audio book, for example. Well, again, that's really interesting because the, the third part of Diary Goals is all about route to market, route-based culture. So we just spoke literally off-air you know, with my new personality assessment tool, how do we get it out there? And then you said, well, we need to do an affiliate market, then we need to do this. And I said, well, then we, we, just to <laughs> remind me aware of this, the capital WE, that we need to do that because there's got to be a, an avenue to get your dreams across the line. And too many people have great dreams yeah. and they've got great methods for goal setting, but there's got to be a route to get somewhere. I mean, we've always said, if you want to go on holiday, there's a difference between being a travel agent and a tour guide. Your travel agent will just send you somewhere, and the tour guide's going to take you along the way. You are my tour guide, in a way, for creating access to market. I'm much more a travel agent sometimes than I create something very quickly. Because I've never done online, I've never got to find the travel agent, which is you, to put this to market. So in case you thought Neil was ending up, he's never become my travel agent. <laughs> so he's become my tour operator, rather. And then if you want to have direct goals, it's got to be an emotional base to it. It's got to be something that indicates what emotion you've got behind it. And you always know when something's emotional because they sing from a different hymn sheet. They come from a different place. They get emotionally. And it's interesting, sometimes I watch something on TV and I'll feel a tear coming and frame it off and say, you know, what are you crying for? Because it's emotionally hit me, either the music, which is probably your friends playing the music in the background, but something's hit me that I thought, that has triggered something. And we emotionally buy stuff the same way and we think and feel that way. So it's been really interesting for me to think how emotionally, how emotional can I be with some of my goals to make it reality, to get me closer to my dreams so I'm doing more work at home. I've got some residual income. I get, I get more excited when someone buys one of my books on Kindle because in theory, I'm not involved in the process. Yeah. And it might be $6 or $7, but emotionally, I get quite touched by that. Going, it's a great feeling when, and you're right. It's not about the amount of money. It's a great feeling when you open your email and you see something in your email that says you've received money. And the best feeling is when you don't even know what it's for. I mean, I've I've had it a few times with you know things I've promoted in the past or um, content I put out. I, I mean, I had something fairly recently. Content that I put out multiple years ago that I said was able to have ads run on it. And there are still ads being run on it, but I didn't even realize anyone was still watching it. Now, the, you know, the money that was sent to me was, I don't know, $30 or $50 or something. How cool is it to get $30 which did those coming? Well, for something that you did five or six years ago and you've forgotten, you even, you know, it's not even on my radar that I was involved with it anymore until I saw that email. But now there's a chance you might want to do more of that thinking exactly. how, how that works. Exactly. Then the big one for me is about the challenge because... If there's no challenge to what you want to achieve, so it took me six months to get my own assessment tool out. It took me about three months to work out the logistics of getting coding for it. And then it took me about a week, even after I got all that, to be able to have the courage, it was really interesting, to send it out to somebody. Because you know what the challenge was? Somebody might not like it. So, you know, I then had to wait for them to... Fear of rejection. Yes, I know, fear of rejection. You? Yes, I know. Because what happens is, when you have an assessment tool, they pay for it in a way. It gets sent out to them. They fill it in and they get the results. 
And then what you're waiting for is someone saying, oh my God, this is so accurate. Now, we did a trial of 20 people last week, and 19 out of 20 were absolutely blown away. And the 20th person made me laugh. He's a client of mine. He went, I tried to cheat. <laughs> I, I, I know exactly why I was trying to cheat because he didn't want to be an elephant. And he went, and God damn it, I'm still an elephant. <laughs> I'd like to do it again. Well, of course, he can do it as many times as he likes. Um, he's an elephant. And of course, I knew he'd want to do it again because he, he tried to cheat the system and it didn't quite work. But the challenge for me has been producing it, putting it out there, and then waiting for the feedback. Whereas normally, if it's a physical book and I'm doing an event, someone comes up to me and I sign it, and I know, here, when it's online, and I still have problems, just for the record, with people who buy my book on Amazon, because I don't know who buys it. Yep. And so, I get, I mean, it's very nice, I get some money from Amazon every single week, normally on a Sunday, because that's the way it works with, with Amazon for me. And someone's we've sold 14 books or 13 books, whatever the amount is. I don't know who they are. Yep. I would like them to ring me and say, hello, Nigel. And the challenge is working a different method out. And then the last lesson is all about thinking. So, so when I say about thinking, it's thinking now that this stuff has worked. What more can I do to make it even better next time? So, you know, the minute you sat down in my house, you went, oh, we need an affiliate marketplace, and we need to get other people. There's three different markets. We're going to go with coaches, we're going to go with the individual, then we go for the leaders. And also, that's just like too much for me, because my brain can only work at one thing. But thinking about your goals, so this idea, are they direct? Are they going to get you closer? You know, are they dream-based? Are they inspiring-based? Are they root-based? Are they emotional-based? Are they challenge-based? Or are they thinking-based? If you can do that with your goal setting, and if anybody's interested and they want me to send them the details of what I've just shared, email me or put it in a little note on our podcast or just drop us a line and I'll send you some details. It's the same as the boss versus leader. If ever we've spoken too fast and you want some information, email us and we'll get it out there. But seriously, for everyone listening, this is a really good time to be thinking about what is it you want to create for 2021. Is there things you want to change in your life? Are there places you want to be? And as someone said, it's okay to think and change and move. You are not a tree. So I'll leave you with that thought, and I will see you for episode 93 next week. Um, But thank you for listening to us. We love hearing from you. And if you like what you've heard, send us a little message. If you give us a review on Spotify or all other whatever we call them. Um, <laughs> Podcasting podcast platforms. platforms. I knew the word would come there. And we will see you next week. Awesome.